One of the most intentional things that my husband and I have done for our marriage is we found a common goal. We have decided for the past year to host a marriage small group in our home and it has brought us so much closer together because rather than running parallel lives, we're actually working on things together. Hey, do you guys have a goal? Really, come on now, do you have a goal? You can't play basketball without a goal. You can't play soccer without a goal. And I don't believe that you can play truly the Christian life without a goal. You can't really have the Christian life every day, success in terms of thriving, uh, finding joy and peace and purpose in your Christian walk, unless you have some goals. Now, come on, Randy, where's your proof text on that one? All right, I'm gonna give it to you in a moment. Welcome to Intentional Living. We're live here in the studio today. And uh, Jennifer is running the board. Thank you, Jennifer, for all your help. She comes in here. She's so busy with so many things. She comes in, serves here with us. And Stephen, our executive producer, and then Gino's back. He's got us on Facebook Live today. I told him I would have dressed up if I'd known. Hello, I would have dressed up if I'd known I'd been on, uh, on Facebook Live. My wife will not be happy. Yesterday, yesterday, I was leaving the house to come to the studio and she said, this is a quote, Donna, if you're listening, you said this. Um, were you planning on wearing that today? And I said, yes. She said, no, no, you're not. And so <laughs> I, I snuck out today. Anyway, uh, on Facebook Live uh, today, we're talking about a goals, the power of goals. Here's my proof text. It comes from Philippians chapter 3. Our friend, the Apostle Paul, says, I press toward the goal. Forgetting those things which are behind me, I press toward the goal which God has called me heavenward. Now, there's uh, four things there that Paul reminds us about the power of goals, and then I want you to call, and I want to hear from all over the country. I want to hear those of you who have said, God gave us a goal, gave me a goal in our life, in our family, my personal life, whatever, and that we've been working on it, and here's the difference it's been making for God's glory. Now, if this is just a self-centered goal, I'm not interested in hearing about it. But if you really have a goal that you know God placed on your heart for your family, your marriage, your, your finances, your health, these essential areas, I want to hear about it. I want to hear what, what you're doing and uh, what difference it's made. we got some powerful stories coming up here in just a moment. 888-888-1717. 888-888-1717. Paul says, press toward the goal. Four things he said. Future over past. Our past can just is create havoc in our life. It can keep you stuck. Satan loves to remind you of the past, the failures, the potholes, the ditches, the problems. And Paul reminds us, forgetting those things behind, good and bad, I pressed toward the goal. Two, direction over wandering. He had a goal, but he was clear on what it was, the upward call of God in his life. What a goal-directed guy. It was the Apostle Paul, but from beginning to end. Not an easy life, by the way. By the way, goals don't always take you to an easy path. Sometimes they're tough. But uh, direction over wandering. Three, purpose over pleasure. Paul is saying, I'm going to be driven by my purpose, my meaning over just my wants, my consumption. Americans, we love to consume, don't we? And then number four, God over self. It was God-directed, not just self-directed. Now, as Christians, come on, sometimes as Christians, we use words like, I'm waiting on the Lord. Now, I understand that. We all kind of intuitively understand waiting on God to move in our life, and I'm trusting God, and I understand that. But when you read Scripture, these were men and women of action. 
there are men and women that saw what God was doing and did it. Nehemiah was that way. We see the disciples that way. We see men and women who trusted God and acted on what they feel God was directing them in their life. I want to hear your story. Give me a call, 888-888-1717, because we got some great stories to share with you, like, (laughs) like a reminder from this caller in Alaska who says, hey, listen, you're never too old. By the way, you're thinking, well, you know, I'm 60 years old, I'm 55 years old, I'm 80 years old, I'm too old for a goal. Take a listen. Yes, this is Bonnie Conklin calling from Alaska. I am 73 with 17 grandchildren, and I went back to college. So I am at an Alaska Bible College, and I'm taking a spiritual mentoring for teenagers, and I work in the jail for teenagers in uh, Palmer, Alaska. And what a wonderful experience. So thank you for uh, taking my call, and God bless you and your ministry. Thank you, Bonnie. 73, 17 grandkids, and went back to college. So what's your excuse? Come on. Let's talk goals. What has God laid on your heart? What's going on? you have a goal? Moving at it? What difference has it made? 888 You know, one of the things about goals, especially in marriage, shared goals are more powerful than just individual goals. Two are better than one because they have a better return for their work. Take a listen. Hi, my name is Bridget. I'm calling from the Kansas City area. Um, One thing I wish that my husband and I had at the time that we got married is uh, I wish we had asked the Lord what our common goal as a couple, how to work together as a team toward his plan had been. We have learned to work together, and it's been awesome. Uh, It's taken several years, though, and uh, that's a good thing, I would say, sage advice for uh, starting couples that are getting ready to get married. Thank you. Have Mm. a great day. Thank you, Bridget. We are, and you've helped. You've reminded us shared goals are more powerful than single goals. And uh, if you're in a family or in a business, come on, businesses without shared goals have conflict. Teams without goals have conflicts. And so having a shared goal is a powerful thing. And another thing is not only shared goals, but what about these five essential areas? One of the most important areas is our health. And boy, we get some great advice from experts when it comes to figuring out how to set goals for your health. Hey, my name is Chelsea. I just wanted to share a little bit of insight um, as a personal trainer and some of the things that I've helped for people regaining their health and losing significant amounts of weight. Um, One, it takes time. Two, make specific goals. Write them down and continually make little goals. Like, for example, some people don't eat breakfast. Make it, you know, for a couple weeks to, to eat breakfast for a couple weeks. Once you have that down, to replace some of your unhealthy snacks with some healthy snacks. Now, once you have that down, to walk 30 minutes every day, it's those little goals that are going to change your life over time and create significant health benefits that are actually going to last and become a lifestyle um, rather than just being, you know, fads and short-term kind of things. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Hey, listen, you know what? She just reminded us of the power of uh, the power of one thing. 
doing one thing. We talk about one thing for 30 days. Maybe it's for a week or two even until it becomes a habit. Walking every day, learning to deal with things, maybe with your health, your finance, or other areas. Setting goals and then executing them on a daily basis. All right. uh, Before we go to break here, Susanna in uh, Michigan. How are you today? Um, I'm fine. Good. What's your your story about moving on a goal? Um, I've had my son. He was um, he was 16 when he passed, and I think that he was brought to me, you know, to show me love. Like, cause I was like trying to figure out, you know, um, what my what his purpose was, and I, you know, God told me his purpose was here to show me love and how to uni- unite people. So, like, my goal is to like, um, I'm still yet, you know dealing with, you know, overcoming everything, like, uh, stage. I'm trying to become, I want to, I want, my goal is to show everybody how to love and mm-hmm. how to um, praise God and just, Sounds you know. like you've been down a difficult path, Susanna. Yeah, I have, and it's been a hard few years. Was that unexpected, your son's death? Yes, it was. I'm sure yeah, it hurt it your heart. Really- so that cha- has probably racked your rocked your world, hasn't it? It has. It did so much to where, like, I just turned my well. Me and my son, we had goals before he passed away, and his goals we were to. He wanted to become a a rap artist. He was into music. He even left me videos and songs, so I can hear his voice and stuff. Mm. But it's hard for me to listen to his music. But I can feel the love, and I feel like it's you know soothing my heart but yeah, yeah my go- I was you know well I'm I so sorry love. I'm so I sorry for your loss uh, Suzanne I think it's a reminder that many of us we it's at a point of real change loss difficulty that we establish a new goal in our life many of us have set a new course in our life as a result of getting uh, kicked in the teeth in life as it were or hurt or lost we realize the brevity of life and so we, we pray for you, Suzanne, that you'll find success in not only loving other people, but growing in a loving relationship with your creator, God, that he loves you and cares for you, and that uh, you'll allow that personal relationship with him to grow in your life. What about you? What's a goal that God's laid in your heart? What's something you're working on that uh, you're finding maybe God's blessing? Give us a call, 888 15 years ago, I made a decision, and I reached for a goal to clean up from drugs, to walk in the streets, you know, and get beat up, raped, and all other kind of things. My life was just a mess. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Hi, Randy. This is Karen from Phoenix, Arizona, and I just wanted to let you know that a year ago, I decided to be intentional about my health and start running. I literally could run about 100 steps before I was gasping for air a year ago, and now I'm up to running 10 miles, and I'm training for a half marathon in about a month, and so I run about three days a week now, um, a few miles at a time. 
It's been an amazing physical transformation and also just a neat spiritual journey because I use that time to pray. I have four little kids and I don't have a whole lot of downtime at home and so this is an opportunity that I can just go out and I can talk to God and listen to God and also get in shape at the same time. Thank you very much for what you do. Hey, thank you and keep running. Keep listening, keep praying. And keep getting healthier. Good for you. Couldn't run a few hundred feet and now running 10 miles. I can drive 10 miles. But no, seriously, listen, my wife and I, we walk every day. We walk today. In fact, we took a new path that we walked and we kind of got lost. I mean, it's something when you have to get your GPS out on your phone when you're taking a walk to figure out how to get home, right? But anyway, we try, we try to walk and it's one of those habits we've developed and we don't do it. We, we just feel like it's been a bad day. So... You know, little things, doing the next right one thing is powerful. Hey, listen, you just joined us. We're going to hear the rest of that story from Deborah just before the break, talking about, hey, listen, she was wandering the streets. She was on drugs. Her life was a mess. And uh, she looked up from the bottom, she said, and saw God. And she set a goal. We're going to hear her story in a moment. And others who are calling, we'd love to hear your story. It could be as simple as as we've heard someone saying, hey, I choose to get healthier. I choose to change how I deal with my finances or how I interact with my spouse or eliminate uh, the uh, bad habit of, uh, of my criticizing my kids. And I've set a goal to have a better relationship, whatever it is, love to hear what you're doing, what God's teaching you. And I'll tell you why this is an important topic for intentional living, because there's really only a few ways that you and I can choose to live. We can either be intentional And we talk about intentional living in terms of figuring out what pleases Christ and then doing it, understanding what that means. Or we can be unintentional, which means we're kind of wandering. We're weary and tired at the end of the day, and we wonder why we're doing what we're doing. How did we get here? And that's not the way God wants us to live. And my concern is for some of you, come on, some of you are listening today and you feel like you're in the pit and you hear these goals and you say, those are aspirational. There's no way I could ever get there. Every goal that you're hearing about today, someone got to a point of saying, I'm sick and tired of this, and I'm going to make a change in my life for God's glory. I'm going to move in a new direction. And those of us who are believers in Christ should be leading the way when it comes to establishing the right kind of goals, not perfect, by the way, but the right kind of goals, and then acting on them every day. We should be taking the lead because we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us to allow us to do that. Just like the Apostle Paul said, I pressed toward that goal. He knew what the goal was. And he didn't just stand there. He pressed toward it. I like how he put that in the scripture. I pressed toward it. Not just I have a goal, but I'm pressing toward it. And pressing means he's moving the future over the past, direction over wandering and purpose over pleasure and God over self. And if you're feeling stuck today, if you're feeling like you're wandering, then ask yourself, do I have the right kind of goals? Maybe some of you are right on path and we're hearing your stories of encouragement for others. Love to hear from you. 888-888-1717. Just before the break, Deborah sort of set the stage of her challenge. And I wanted to welcome her to share her story today. Deborah, go ahead. Well, I'm from Florida. And uh, 15 years ago, I made a decision and I reached for a goal to clean up from drugs, to walk in the streets, you know, and get beat up, raped, and all other kind of things. Mm. My life was just a mess. 
And that one night I went out walking and I looked up to the sky and, and I talked to God. And he answered my prayer. He answered my prayer with a husband that I met there. And he brought me here to Michigan, where he's from. And th three years later, we got married. And I'm healthier now, even though, you know, I'm up in age. So that a little pain is going to come with that. Hmm. And I believe in the, in the Lord. I believe in his work. I believe what he says. Because I've learned it the hard way. When I thought I could do it all by myself, I had to go back to where my roots were. So you got you got to a low point, Deborah. Sounds like you had, a, you know, one of those aha spiritual moments. Like this ain't working so well. Yeah, and I did that for years, and and I was tired. You know, I've had my life shown to me a couple of times, and and I still was out there. Hmm. You know, we. It's hard to come up off drugs all by yourself, so I, I put God in it, <laughs> and He cleaned me up. Mm, good for you. Good for good for the the all of us listening today, Deborah. Because no matter where we are on the scale of trying to make it with ourselves, uh -huh. there's a, we all have to have that aha moment to realize we're not in control. Ultimately, right. ultimately, this is. Uh, creation, God has given us our bodies, our life, and we are going to choose. We're either going to follow what he wants for us, what he has for us, what's best for us, or we're going to follow our own desires. That's what uh, Paul talks about in Ephesians, that we follow the uh, desires of the flesh. Uh, and when we do, you know, it can, get, it can get pretty bad or it can get really, really bad, kind of like where you were a number of years ago. Glad to hear yeah. that you're on the right path, Deborah. And you know what? I'm glad you're listening to the radio. How does the radio station... Listening to the radio station help you fulfill what yeah, God has for your life. It calms me down, and the testimonies you hear, some I can relate to, and some I'm glad I can't relate to. <laughs> but God is the answer. Jesus is his son, and, and I love him, and, and I'm going to do what he said. Mm -hmm. and thank you, Deborah. Appreciate your call, and appreciate your journey that you're on, and the story you're sharing. And we've got a, another friend here who's on a similar battle, perhaps, uh, in his journey uh, from Michigan. Terry, how you doing? Uh, good, thank you. You could probably relate to Deborah a little bit on that journey of addiction, apparently. Yes, uh, certainly. I uh, I was like 12 or 13 when I first started uh, doing drugs, and then they escalated into harder drugs, using needles and stuff. And I'm 36 now. And I was a slave to it all the way up until the 27th of this uh, year, or 27th of March of this year. I, uh, I mean, I was so conditioned for drugs that, like, people would say, aren't you worried to die? And I would tell them that everybody's got to die sometime. Might as well do something that you love while you do it. You know, I was just so ignorant to everything going around, um, around me. And uh, then... On the 27th, I went and I got clean, and uh, I've been clean 227 days now. Good and, for you. Uh, Congratulations. So it's just, thank you. Uh, it's just a uphill battle every day, you know. Uh, yeah. If I could say something to anybody else listening is that uh, a lot of times, you know, you perceive blessings in the wrong way. Um, not everything that happens that you consider good in your life is a blessing is for example 
three or four years ago if I would have been still doing drugs and the guy come up, and, oh, here's a new batch of different stuff. Here, take this batch just to try it. Tell me how it is. Well, you perceive that as a blessing, but it's not, you know, yeah. uh, the real blessing is clarity of mind to be able to control what's going on in your life and to know that you're okay. You know, um, the only thing that helps me is God. Um, I listen to the light family life radio. Anytime I'm in my car, uh, radio doesn't change from that. And then when I'm at work, I'm listening to, uh, uh, Bible study, uh, podcasts and, uh, going to church as frequently as I can, but Amen. Yeah, it helps you every cool. day. Listen, that's why we do what we do. That's why intentional living exists. That's why our, our radio network exists. That's why these stations exist. Because like you, Terry, all of us have got something we're struggling with and we need each other and we need to experience that hope in Christ and then actually live it out. And so, listen, 200, how many days you've been on, on this journey now? 227. Good for you. And you could, you're going to make it to 228 and every day. We talk about intentional living every day. What one thing can I do today? I wear the wristband every day. One thing, one thing today that will get me through today to honor God. And that's what you're doing every day. Can I ask this? What was it that caused you on March 27th of 2023 to say enough? Well, when I would use, I was a very mean person. Uh, me and uh, my fiance, we argued a lot, and I broke some stuff in the house, and then you know, I went to jail for that, and... Uh, so, so you I hit the bottom. Yeah, I couldn't go home anymore. Uh, I was staying with my dad, um, and, you know, we would use together. So mm-hmm. I haven't really seen him but a handful of times since I got in clean. Uh, but I just, I got to a point where I I tried to kill myself, and um, I just, I couldn't anymore. Listen, Terry, you, you today, your story helps somebody. We got somebody listening somewhere here around the country or on our podcast saying, I needed that. This is your day. This is your March 27th. This is your March 27th today. Maybe you're not breaking stuff, but you're, you're breaking relationships. You're breaking the heart of the people who love you, and you, you know that there's a better way. And today, like Terry said, hey, I'm done. And then make that step give this completely to God and then get that help. And it's a battle, like Terry said, every day. Every day. March 27th. Today is another single day. Terry, my friend, can can I pray with you? Yeah. Let me pray for you and others. Hey, listen. Father, we just pray for Terry, and we pray for every other Terry out there who like this Terry on the phone who had a March 27th experience with you. And I pray that many will have an experience with you today in this November date and that their lives will be impacted as a result of it and changed, radically changed. And then find the support like Terry every day, listening to the right things, putting the right things into his mind, his heart, being involved in church, having a community, knowing that uh, Satan is going to continue to battle this in his life as he continues to recover and every day experience one day, one day, freedom in Christ. Well, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
What are some things we should be talking about in our family that, that we're not talking about? One of the reasons I think we have so much stress in our family and difficulty in our relationships within this, well, this beautiful thing that we call family is because we haven't learned how to communicate. Because kids, you know, they have different ways of communicating. Sometimes they're listeners, sometimes they're talkers, sometimes their emotions are worn out on their sleeve, and sometimes they bury those things. And there are always things in a family we need to be talking about. We need to be talking about expectations. We need to be talking about schedules and priorities and values and beliefs about uh, what we believe and why we believe it. There are so many things that we need to be talking about. And so if we can just decide what are one or two things that we need to talk about and make sure that they become a priority in our family time. An excerpt from the lesson this month on intentional living for your family. Members, watch for it. It comes to your email and uh, for those of you who are not, come and join us. Be a part of this, making a difference in the lives of people around the world together. Just go to theintentionallife.com or during business hours, call 888-888-1717 and press number one. Okay, Brian, I got a couple of minutes, but I want to hear hear what's going on in Arizona. What, are you, what have you learned about goals? Okay. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. Uh, this question was really hard to answer for me. Uh, as far as personal goals go. Can you speak into the microphone a little bit, into your phone a little bit closer? Yeah, can you hear me better? Yeah, that helps a little bit. Go right ahead. All right. This this question was really hard for me to answer because it is already written down for me is what God's telling me. It's already written for me to press on. Right. That's the part. That's the goal right there. Every single day, press on towards the goal. Right. Because um, every day, it's, it's, it's like drudgery and toiling. And I got a good book that I'm reading, and I would encourage it, anybody that's struggling out there to, to ask God to lead them to a good book. It doesn't have to be the Bible. There's so many other authors out there. But an author uh, helped me to realize this. Uh, God is much like Michelangelo. He's just chipping away at the marble mm. to reveal the angel in us. And, and every day, the drudgery that we need, you know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but every day, it, it's a continual thing. It just gets chipped away at you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when you look at, I, I would, in my conference I did this last weekend, I, I mentioned the fact that uh, when you look at the scripture, when you go back to the fall of man, everything got messed up in the book of Genesis because of Adam and Eve and their sin. And I talk about uh, blame, shame, and pain. There are three things that occurred. And the pain you talk about was, it talked about childbirth for women, but also talks about a, a wife desiring her husband and, and really never having maybe the needs met. And for a man working by the sweat of his brow, life is tough. Come on, let's just talk. Even here in this great country in which we live with all the problems we have. And then I think about folks around the world, but knowing that we can every day, like you said, my friend, Brian, uh, keep pressing on toward the goal. That's what uh, the Apostle Paul reminds us. Press toward that goal for the upward call. Thank you for being here. I'll tell you what, we're, we got a few callers we're going to go to after the show. We're going to just record another one of these and put it on the air in a couple of days. Is it tomorrow? It'll be tomorrow. And so give us a call. What God's teaching you about goal setting? What have you learned? What's God doing? Give us a call. 888 And I want to send out a greeting to two of my very most special friends in the world, Troy and Jill, who called just a little bit ago and said, you're coming in loud and clear here in Metro Detroit, uh, listening to the new 93.1 as they're traveling through the area. And so greetings to you and thanks for that that update on a signal report. All right. Got to run. We'll be back tomorrow with more on this goal setting. 
Don't miss it. We'll see you then.